This is Dr. Jerry Tolbert. Welcome to Here's to Your Health. Today we're going to talk about something that I deal with on a fairly regular basis, especially with my pediatric patients, uh, and that's fever. There are a lot of myths that are circulating out, out there around fever, and uh, I just want to give the, the basic spiel that I've developed over the last few years of practice um, that I've borrowed from different places to put that together. And uh, as always in the liner notes, I'll have a few of those uh, details and where you can find some of that information if you want to do some fact-checking on your own uh, of where these, these ideas about fever come from. So the first question, and the one that is pivotal to the rest of the information, is what is a fever? And that is slightly different depending on whom you ask, but in general, the American Academy of Pediatrics actually quantifies fever as any body temperature, core body temperature, that is registered above 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit. And there are a couple of pieces of that definition that are important to discuss. Number one, core body temperature. Uh, that is not an ear temperature. That is not a armpit temperature. That is a core body temperature, meaning what the actual temperature inside the middle of your body, as close as we can get to it, is. In adults, that means an under-the-tongue temperature will suffice. But in children and adults both, the, the gold standard is actually a rectal temperature. And so those temperatures give us the most accurate reading for elevations in body temperature. Now, what that means is anything less than that isn't technically, by definition, a fever. You can have normal fluctuations in your body temperature from 97 up to 100.4 that are normal variants. And so that's one thing to keep in mind when you're trying to decide if if you actually have fever as a symptom. Now, keep in mind that fever is a nonspecific symptom, meaning that it doesn't necessarily mean that there is uh, a specific type of infection or uh, it doesn't really tell us much more than the fact that the body's immune system is revved up, and I kind of alluded to that in a previous podcast. And so the idea here is figuring out where the temperature is and determining what that means based on a, a set of guidelines. What that also doesn't mean is that when the temperature is below 100.4, that doesn't mean you don't have an infection. You can still have an infection without mounting a fever, and we see that quite often. We'll have patients that have a lot of symptoms that would go along with a upper respiratory infection, say, or a cold, and they don't have a fever. And so when we talk about fever, it's not a disease or an entity unto itself. It's a symptom of a, of a much uh, bigger problem. And so we want to address that problem. Now, we treat fever as a symptom, and we can treat it with certain medications. There are a lot of different uh, what we call antipyretics, like Tylenol or ibuprofen. And those work well to reduce fever. However, that is more an issue of comfort than an issue of getting the fever down because fever itself is dangerous. Now, there are times when elevations in body temperature can be harmful to the body. However, those are variable uh, you, you know, there's always the question, well, what is the highest fever that we should be okay with? And that question is very difficult to answer because in most people that answer uh, can be very variable. Uh, the number that I say, you know, once you start getting above 102, 103, 
that means that there is a significant immune response going on. It doesn't mean that that fever itself is dangerous, but the underlying problem causing the fever may be significant. When you talk about 105, 107, that's when you start getting into dangerous temperatures for the actual body itself. So less than 105, you can still have problems physiologically, but uh, above 105, uh, that's when we start talking about what we call hyperthermia, which is a little bit different than just pyrexia or fever. One of the questions that we get a lot that goes along with treating a fever is, is it okay to alternate medicines? Say, give ibuprofen and then three hours later give Tylenol and then three hours later ibuprofen. The answer is there are decent data to suggest that it does help reduce fever significantly, but the issue with treatment is it should be designed for comfort. If you as an adult or if you're treating a child are treating a fever, you're doing it for comfort. You're not doing it because the fever is, is a dangerous entity. If you've reached the point where the fever is going to be dangerous, you should be seeing a healthcare professional already. Uh, and and all, as always, you should be consulting a healthcare professional uh, in cases of fever just to make sure that there's not something more serious going on. The major caveat to all of this is children under the age and this is where you get a little bit of a difference depending on who you look at for reference materials, but um, the general rule is less than 90 days, definitely less than 60 days, any child with a fever needs to be seen immediately by a healthcare professional. And if they are very ill-appearing, which is something that the healthcare professional will kind of be a judge of, they may need significant workup. In fact, where we trained uh, children less than 60 days old who had a fever uh, required a very significant workup in order to rule out uh, very bad diseases, things like meningitis that were caused by different bacterial infections or even viral infections. And those can be very dangerous for children under the age of 60 days or two months, uh, which is another reason why it's important that you contact your healthcare professional uh, immediately once you have a suspicion that there may be something going on in a child under 90 days old especially if there's a concern for fever. And you always want to check a core temperature before you call because that piece of information is very important uh, from a healthcare perspective in deciding whether or not the child needs to be seen immediately or if it can wait until, uh, say, the next morning for, uh, for older children. If their core temperature in a two-month-old is 98 degrees or 98.7 degrees and they are acting normal, feeding normally, it may be that your healthcare professional will tell you, you know what, we can see them in the morning. If their temperature, though, is 100 or 101, I'm sorry, not 100, but 101 or 102, that is more significant and definitely needs to be worked up uh, with a battery of both blood tests and uh, potentially even what we call a lumbar puncture or a spinal tap, you may have heard it called, where we get fluid from the, the spinal column in order to uh, determine if there may be infection in that fluid, which can happen to younger children more easily than to, to the older children and is more significant oftentimes. There are a lot of references out there and a lot of different places that you can go to get information, more information especially for parents. Uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics at aap.org maintains a whole host of question and answer pages about different conditions, and there's a great page, great handout about fever. It's called Fever, a Symptom, Not a Sickness, and I'll include a link to that in the liner notes. Um, 
But again, just to dispel some myths about fever, there's no magic number that makes a fever dangerous. But what we start calling a fever is 100.4 or higher. So anything less than that, even if you talk about low-grade fever, you may hear people throw that term around, it really isn't a fever uh, by a medical clinical definition. It doesn't mean you're not sick, but it definitely means that we're not going to look at that symptom as being something significant. The other symptoms that you have are what determine what we do um, and what we treat. And so... um, so fever is not something that's going to cause problems in and of itself uh, most of the time. There are outlying cases where elevations in temperature, when we get into that hyperthermia range, are, are dangerous. But in general, a fever itself is a symptom of a, of a larger problem, not a sickness itself. Again, this is Dr. Jerry Tolbert, and here's to your health. The contents of this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, The physicians involved do not in any way guarantee or warrant the accuracy, completeness, or usefulness of any of the messages presented herein and will not be responsible for any of the content of any message. For all medical questions, always consult your personal physician for any specific medical advice.